Yes, we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toladano. John Wall doesn't need no introduction. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick of the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you thought uh, on the future of TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album win album of the year? Will Biden's approval rating go up? Will it go down? Or inflation? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. You're smart. You know things. Bet on it. $20 bonus if you go to Kalshi.com slash stereo. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. Kalshi.com slash stereo. Get in the game. There is no guarantee of performance. An investor could lose their entire investment. Investment fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts at Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Yes, brand new banging I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast is here. Higgity, have no fear on today's brand new banging I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast. We came, saw, we ate, and now we're grading. I am grading everything my wife made, including the presentation from Thanksgiving Plus, a fantasy football win, a fantasy football moment that will live in infamy. And Michael Rappaport's, a.k.a. White Mike's all-white rapper list. All that and more in a hard-hitting, brand-new banging museum-quality I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast coming up right now. Miles Jordan, a.k.a. The Bleach Brothers, a.k.a. The Dust Brothers, start this puppy off with something real nice. Start this puppy off with something real loud. But most importantly, start this puppy off with something real 
funky. I got, you know, before I even get started, before I even get started with anything else, I, I have to jump into this because it, it's so shocking what has happened in the last, in the last day or so. Pistol Pete Davidson, who at this point, and I, I mean no disrespect to, Spec the Deck, You God, Rizza, Jizza, Meth, ODB, Rest of Soul, who did I forget? Ray and Ghost. At this point, is the discussion, are we comfortable even having a discussion about the most important, most influential thing to ever come out of Staten Island without disgusting Pistol Pete Davidson? Of course, the Wu-Tang Clan. Guys, I love you. But at this point, the one-man gang. Pistol Pete Davidson is arguably the most significant, most famous thing to ever come out of Staten Island. Pistol Pete Davidson, a.k.a. the human fuck doll, showed up courtside to a Knicks game. The Knicks versus the Memphis Grizzlies with Emily Ratatatatatatowski, supermodel, okay, who will go out of her way to try to explain to you how she's not just a supermodel, how she's not just a pretty face. Pistol Pete Davidson showed up to a Knicks game versus the, the Memphis Grizzlies on a Sunday in pajamas. Yo, Duke showed up to the in public. This is 6 p.m. game, 6 p.m. start on that Hugh Hefner. Homeboy showed up in, I don't know if this was velour pajamas, velvet pajamas. Uh, he looked crazy. He looked crazy. Pistol Pete Davidson is that dude. People went nuts. He came up there in a, I don't know this brand, I don't know if this is like his cousin's brand, his homie's brand, a Sinclair, whatever the whatever that is. I don't know if it's a one-piece, a jumper, or two-piece pajama set, or he had like footsies on there. Homie showed up to the garden rocking a pajama set, like he just finished eating leftovers from Thanksgiving. With Emily Ratatatatatatatowski. And let me tell you something. If you think they just happened upon going to a Knicks game, there was, this was discussed with them. This was discussed. This was debated. They called their friends. They called their parents. They called everybody. Guys, you might go to the game. Should we go to the game? Because they knew when they go to Madison Square Garden, the world's most famous arena, everybody and their mother, including me, White Mike, a.k.a. the Gringo Mandingo, is going to be talking about it. Pistol Pete Davidson's a fuck doll. He's, he's that bounce back. Kim Kardashian, she finished with Kanye West. Who does she bring in? The Sandman, Mariano Rivera, coming out of the, coming out of the bullpen. Pistol Pete Davidson is the Mariano Rivera of stickmen. He's got one pitch. He's got about three innings in him at most. You know what's coming, but you just can't stop him. He's a fuck doll. I mean, this is what he does. These girls are just, and, and I'm not saying 
God bless him. He's a young man. This is what every young man should be doing. Bird dogging chicks as much as they can. He's that dude. He's that bounce back. Kim Kardashian finally rid herself of Looney Tooney. Kanye West, who does she bring in? The Sandman, a.k.a. the human fuck doll, Pistol Pete Davidson, Staten Island's finest. And that's saying, that's not saying much. Staten Island's finest shows up in pajamas with one of the world's most famous supermodels in the world's most famous arena. Hopped up on autoimmune deficiency medication. And I say that with love and respect. Pistol Pete has been very honest and open about his Crohn's disease. I have ulcerative colitis. I know what you're on, homie. I don't know if you're you're in remission or not in remission. He's hopped up on whatever, either it's that Remicade, that Acicol, that Antivio. You're on one of those. I'm on it also. Looking nuts with his ginormous head and his allegedly ginormous cock. This, this is why he's a fuck doll. They should just roll them out to half court. They probably had dancers. They probably had cheerleaders. They should just roll Pistol Pete Davidson out the half court, strip him naked, and let everybody see his dick because that's what's really what's going on. This guy's incredible. No one has done so much with so little in their life, in their career, and in the bedroom as Pistol Pete Davidson. And again, we talk about the stick man list. He don't care. He, he, the thing that could bring Pete Davidson down from making first ballot Stickman Hall of Fame, and some might say, uh, Mike Rapp, he's already Stickman Hall of Fame. I'll be doing that, thank you. I'll be announcing who makes what in the Stickman Hall of Fame. The thing that could possibly bring this guy down is, is he's a sucker for love. He's out there wifing these chicks. He don't care if they're divorced. They got kids. He don't care if they're 40. He don't care if they're 20. He don't, he's all over the place. He does not care. And you just, you, you, I, I feel bad for poor John Morant of the Memphis Grizzlies. John Morant, every basketball player knows the history and the significance of playing in Madison Square Garden. John Morant leads the Memphis Grizzlies to a win over the very, very average New York Knicks. He gets a triple-double. John Morant had 27, 10, and 14. A triple-double in the garden. No one's talking about it. The only thing they're talking about is the human fuck doll, Pistol Pete Davidson, showing... If I'm John Morant, I go, I just had a triple-double. I'm 23. Pete Davidson's 20. I'm 23 years old, maybe 22 years old. I had a triple-double in the garden. And all you're talking about is this freak... It's a freak show. The Knicks posted it on their Twitter. This is how bad the Knicks are. This is how lowly the New York Knicks are. That they posted about Pistol Pete Davidson and Emily Ratatatatatatatowski before they posted about the Knicks. That's what you call an average team. That is a pathetic. This is the New York Knicks in the world's most famous arena in the greatest city on earth. And you're posting about Pistol Pete Davidson instead of your basketball team? And I, I got to imagine, like I saw a picture of Ben Stiller. When you're standing there, he was sitting next to Pistol Pete Davidson. When you're sitting there next to the human fuck doll, you got to kind of be excited. Like, yo, there he is. There's the guy. 
That's got to be like kind of like, you're like, yo, this, what's up? Sugar Dick and Pistol Pete Davidson superseded the Knicks game and superseded the triple-double of Ja Morant. And, and I'm not going to have it today. I don't want to get myself into trouble. I'm not going to have it today. But we got to start thinking about, is he the most famous, influential thing to ever come out of Staten Island? Again, no disrespect to the Wu-Tang Clan. I am Rappaport Podcast. The I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast is here. My name is Michael Rappaport, a.k.a. the Gringo Mandingo, a.k.a. the Inflamed Ashkenazi, a.k.a. the Sultan of Sniff, a.k.a. the Disruptive Warrior. You're now rocking with the very, very best. I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast coming live and direct from Astoria, Queens. If you're watching on YouTube, you're watching me in black magic. I'm in black magic in a black magic camera. Hope everybody's feeling good. Hope everybody's feeling safe. And hope everybody is feeling sane. Welcome to the Iron Dome of Disruption. Welcome to the Ziggity. The Ziggity. The Ziggity Zone of Disruption. As I said, my name is Michael Rappaport. And I'm happy to be here. I'm feeling good. Hyped up. Hyped up post-Thanksgiving Great weekend, great day, great week ahead. I am performing this week, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, December 1st, December 2nd, December 3rd in Miami at the Miami Improv, the 1st, 2nd, and 3rd of December. Tickets are available at michaelrappaportcomedy.com. Five shows, three nights, five shows, three nights. And I emphasize December because we're coming to the end here. Ready or not, we are coming to the end of another year, rolling into 2023. I truly hope that 2022 has given you as much as you have hoped for last year at the beginning of the year. The highs, the lows, the ups, the downs, but it's coming to an end, the year of 2022. Um, we're going to, of course, be doing a full recap on the highs, the lows, and everything in between from the world, of course, of pop culture, sports, politics, <laughs> and whatever else we're into at the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. But December is, it's right here. And like I said, I'll be in Miami the first, second, third at the Miami Improv. Come see me down there. It's going to be dope shows. Um, tickets are available at michaelrappaportcomedy.com. I always like going to Miami. I always like going to Florida. People, I, I say this every time I have to go to Miami, every time I come back from Miami. I always, there's always a reluctancy. Even, even going to Miami, I'm like, ah. But every time I get there, as soon as I hit the airport, I don't care if I'm in Fort Lauderdale. I don't care if I'm in uh, Tampa Bay. I don't care if I'm in Palm Beach, West Palm Beach, uh, Jacksonville. Every single time I go to Miami, I walk, I walk out of there going, it ain't bad. It ain't bad. Uh, this week down in Miami, uh, when I'm there, they have the Art Basel show. I don't know what this is. Uh, I was there once. I went to a Miami thinking I was going to be on a quiet vacation. 
and Art Basel started halfway through my quiet vacation. And it was like, I don't even know how to describe it. It, It was like hell, hell, just, it got on like a private jet and got to Miami Beach. It was beyond anything that I ever experienced in, in Las Vegas. It was this kinetic, crazy, world beat um, energy. Of, it was hot. Uh, people were speaking every language, which is great. Uh, but it was just, it was chaotic. I thought I was just going on like a, like a five-day little jaunt. Uh, with my wife, and then people were like, "What are you? I was like, "What is what is happening? I just want to come downstairs and get an orange juice and a, and a couple of eggs over easy." Um, but this time I'm prepared for Art Basil in Miami, and I like, like I said, I like Miami. I'm looking for some of that Cubano coffee. I'm back on the stuff. I'm back on that coffee. I'm on it. And then that Cuban coffee, that's jet fuel. That's Cuban rocket fuel. I, I had it at a place there. I have to get the name. This little, this little place in, in Little Havana in Miami. I'm telling you, it had me gacked up. That's like crack. That Cuban coffee in Miami, that's like being on that yakety yak, that Lawrence Taylor. You feel what I'm saying? That's what they cook it up. That free base, that... Don't do it. Uh, by the way, speaking of uh, uh, don't do it, the other day when I was leaving Madison Square Garden from the UFC match, me and my man Barr, we're walking. Now, granted, it's about 12.45, 1 a.m. We saw three people huddled up in the corner smoking that that yakety yak like it was 1984, like f- f- right out there in the open. Granted, it was late at night, but it was like everybody was leaving the garden. They were cooking up that free base, that Melly Mel, them white lines, that Studio 54, that Richard Pryor. Crack is back. I think, I think, yo, I'm telling you, I think that crack is back. So Thanksgiving. Hmm. Thanksgiving. Um, what can I say? Um, my experience was very small. Uh, which is how I wanted it. Um, it was just me and my wife. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to preface this by saying that my wife is a very, very good cook. Is she going to win awards? No. Okay. But can she, can she throw down? Yeah, she could throw down. Very humbly. She uh, once dated an Italian guy. He taught us some things. And she's one of those people, she just got a good feel for the kitchen. Now, I told her, I said, babe, I am going to publicly rate, review, and grade every single thing we ate for Thanksgiving. And she said, if you do that, you better explain that you, that I, that we don't have all our cooking supplies currently in our New York City crib. So I'll put that out there. Not like anybody cares. No one cares that you don't have the blender, the mixer, whatever you need. No one cares. It's Thanksgiving. It's M&M time. It's one shot, one chance. That's it. And you know, some of the things that, that I took away from this Thanksgiving meal is uh, the things that my wife cooks, she only does it once a year. How many times a year do two people, that's the majority of the, of the time who she's cooking for, two people make a turkey? That's once a year. You don't get to practice that. I get it. 
Uh, also, uh, my wife is pretty much a vegetarian. I'm leaning towards vegetarian because if I'm eating in the house, I eat what she puts in front of me. And when I say eat what she puts in front of me, it's a very, very important part of this story because my standards of what's acceptable, what's not acceptable, what will make me go, mm, this is good. Genuinely from the bottom of my heart, mm, this is good. It's not something you have to beat out of me. I grew up primarily with a father in the 70s and the 80s. This is a fact. By the time I was 14, this was a meal in my house. My father was 89, Disco Dave Rappaport, would take noodles, okay, heat them up in a pot, okay, and then he'd boil them. Not spaghetti, noodles, I don't know, egg noodles, some kind of noodles, rigatoni, the little, the little loop-de-loops, screws, screwdrivers. Take that, okay? While he was doing that, he'd take a steak, a piece of steak from D'Agostino's, put it in the oven, okay? He'd cook both of them. Both of them take about 10, 12 minutes, eight minutes, whatever. Little, little piece of steak. He would take those noodles, drain them in the strainer, put them in a bowl. He'd cut up the steak into like bite-sized pieces, put some of that in the bowl. And then he would take the pasta sauce out of the jar. He didn't heat up the pasta sauce. He didn't add cheese to the pasta sauce. He didn't add salt, pepper, I don't know, garlic powder to the pasta sauce. He'd take it out of the jar. He'd shake it up in the jar and then pour it over the noodles and the steak. Stir it. God is my witness. And then he would, he would knock on my door. And the food would be on the floor. I don't blame him for this. I wouldn't want to eat or cook for me either when I was 14, 15 years old. But I was, I remember him doing that, me eating it, and me telling him, Dad, thank you so much. That was great. That was a great meal. So my standards are low. That being said, my wife and I had Thanksgiving dinner. We had turkey, we had stuffings, okay? We had macaroni and cheese, we had green beans, we had gravy, mushroom gravy, we had yams. Now, the way I'm going to grade this is dish by dish and then the presentation. Again, last year's turkey was, was fine. The turkey that I had a few days ago I'm going to give her a C plus. I'm going to give her a C plus. And I say this humbly. I feel like there's people judging me. I feel like there's people at home listening and watching me going, that's, that's messed up, Mike Rap. Uh, my queen, she gets all due respect just for being with me. And like I said, she can cook. She makes salads. I mean, when, when, during that pandemic, the salads, I'd be posting. People were like, she needs to open a restaurant. And I'm telling you, if she wanted to, she could. She ain't doing that. The fact of the matter is, and I don't care. I'm going to tell you something right now publicly to my wife. I don't care that you don't have your mixer, your blender, your equipment. You wanted that precursor? There's your precursor. Your, your, your turkey gets a C plus, And that's generous. That's generous. And there's people over here going, yo, that's, I'm telling you that, that turkey was a C plus, a generous C plus. I am Rappaport Podcast.
There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you thought uh, on the future of TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album win album of the year? Will Biden's approval rating go up? Will it go down? Or inflation? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. You're smart. You know things. Bet on it. $20 bonus if you go to Kalshi.com slash stereo. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. Kalshi.com slash stereo. Stereo, get in the game. There is no guarantee of performance. An investor could lose their entire investment. Investment fees, iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. The Daily Show podcast has everything you need to stay on top of today's news and pop culture. You get hilarious satirical takes on entertainment, politics, sports, and more from John and the team of correspondents and contributors. The podcast also has content you can't get anywhere else, like extended interviews and a roundup of the weekly headlines. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Homemade stuffing sounds great, right? For a guy that grew up eating the way I ate? Homemade stuffing sounds cool. You know what else sounds cool? You know what else is a is a good thing to eat besides homemade stuffing? Stovetop. Stovetop will never steer you wrong. It'll only always steer you strong. I've made stovetop. It sticks together. It's easy. It's cheap. You go to Gustini's, Dagostinos, any of the local supermarkets in New York. They don't got it at Whole Foods. For $94 for a box of stovetop. It's probably $11.99, maybe $17.90. I don't know. Stovetop is good. Homemade stuffing sounds good theoretically. But if you don't have the skills to pay the bills, just get the stovetop. Get that, get the stovetop. The stuffing my wife made was embarrassing. It wasn't just embarrassing to me. And she's self-critical. The thing about my wife and and the meal that we ate is she knew it was pathetic. She knew that it was subpar. She knew that it was substandard. 
the stuffing, it didn't stick, number one. The one thing you expect from any stuffing is for it to stick. Yeah, it might as well have been like, like a salad. Like it, it did, like you could, you, I picked it up, you could, it just was falling all over the place. It was a blob of crap with an orange tint. And I'm telling you, she knows what it is. Did she think that her, she spent hours, she got up early. Hours, it costs a lot of money to get these ingredients. It costs money, time. I'm not saying she doesn't, E for effort, big E for effort. But your grade on your stuffing is a D. I'm sticking to it. I'm sticking to it. Then we had the macaroni and cheese. Everybody's favorite. Everybody's favorite. You're probably saying to yourself, Mike Rapp, why would you, five months out of the hospital from a pneumonia in July, be stuffing your face with macaroni and cheese over Thanksgiving? It's Thanksgiving. Can I not stuff my face just one day? Not that I don't stuff my face other days, but can I not stuff my face without having to sneak it? Because I sneak food. I told you. I told you. The struggles I go through when I'm on the road. My wife made macaroni and cheese. And, and I suggested for some odd reason, because, you, you know, when it comes to Thanksgiving, you start hearing people talk about the cooking and the recipes and all the morning shows. They're talking about this recipe and that recipe and all the Instagram and the TikToks. And you start hearing about all these exotic macaroni and cheeses. Again, you could get macaroni and cheese out of the box. You could get Annie's macaroni and cheese out of the box. It will never steer you wrong. It'll always steer you strong. But it's Thanksgiving. We gotta, you gotta swing for the fences. You gotta get on that Reggie Jackson. Thing about Reggie Jackson is he didn't always hit the ball out of the park. Strike out a lot. One of the leaders in all-time strikeouts. And that's exactly what my wife did with that macaroni and cheese. She Dave Kingmaned it. Okay, it didn't go out of the park. She went right back into the, she, she went to the dugout. That macaroni and cheese is a C, a flat C. And I was a C student. Any C student is on the cusp of being a D. I'm going to tell you that the macaroni and cheese was a C, period. Green beans, yeah, she put some bacon in it. It was a B, that's easy. I could have made, the, listen, the green beans were a B. But who, who can't make green beans? I told you she's a good cook. The gravy is where things went bad. Again, this is all homemade for Thanksgiving. The gravy is where things went real bad. And when I say E for effort, I have to give an asterisk to the gravy. Homemade, homemade ingredients, blah, 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 blah. There's a, there's a supermarket right downstairs. They don't sell homemade stuff. They say ready-to-made stuff. I'll eat whatever you put in front of me. My wife made and presented me for Thanksgiving, us. She's cooking for us. She presented us with gravy in a Pyrex cup, like a measuring cup. The gravy came out. It, didn't, it, it wasn't put into like a bowl or a serving dish. Like it was like as if we were cooking up a bag of crack in a Pyrex Okay, and at the top of it was oil and it was mushrooms floating around in the Pyrex. 
The gravy was unacceptable. Unacceptable. The gravy in a Pyrex is a D minus. That's what I'm giving my wife for her Thanksgiving gravy in a Pyrex. And I'm telling you, this is a prideful woman. She ain't lazy. She, she's just prideful. I don't know what happened on Thanksgiving. But when she came out with the gravy in the Pyrex, and then when I'm taking her C-plus grated turkey and I'm dipping it into the Pyrex, she's got the audacity to say, babe, what are you doing? I'm dipping the turkey in the Pyrex. What do you want me to do? There's gravy in a Pyrex. No one's looking. Who are we trying to fool here? Yams were C minus. And the presentation overall, because I, I ran the numbers, I crunched them. And then I broke rule number one of the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast. I took the numbers and the numbers that I ran and I fact checked it just to make sure that my grade wasn't off. My wife's Thanksgiving dinner was a D minus, top to bottom, the whole thing. Meal for meal, plate for plate, dish for dish, and the presentation, we got a D minus. And we were sitting there going, maybe it'll get better. Maybe if we let it settle, maybe we're eating it too quick. Maybe we're being pigs. Maybe we're being animals. Maybe we should have waited. We settled. We let it settle. The next day, it didn't get any better. The day after that, it didn't get any better. You know, then we said, well, maybe we should, maybe we should give this away to you know, some homeless people. And I'm thinking, you know what? They probably got enough. I don't want, I don't want anybody on the streets who's already suffering to be shitting out what I have to shit out. Let's just get rid of what we have left. I think two, three days of leftovers, it's time to rid ourselves of this. Nonetheless, we had a great time. Football, parade, Saw my father the next day, this, that, and the third. It was a great, great day. And I just want to say this. I had one of the best weekends of fantasy football slash real life gambling I've ever had. Okay. Before I get to my fantasy football, I bet, I bet a blue... <clears throat> Let me tell you something. Captain Picks. Captain Picks. Captain Picks. We got the uh, the blue level, the blue quality, okay? I said, I need some of that blue. I need a blue. I want to play a game on Saturday. This is on Saturday. I got SMU football, college football, SMU versus Memphis State. I couldn't tell you three or four people. I know that Eric Dickerson went to SMU. I know that Penny Hardaway and Derrick Rose played basketball for Memphis State. John Conkak, John Contract of the Atlanta Hawks. I was thinking about him the other day because the Shaquille O'Neal documentary uh, started as a documentary series about Shaq and his life and his career on HBO. He talks about John Conkak because when he was in college, John Conkak from SMU had a record-breaking NBA deal. John Conkak, for those of you who don't know, was a slow, white, not good center who I believe he was getting $8 million a year at the time, 8 or $10 million a year. And Shaq, 
in his documentary talks about how he was inspired while he was playing at LSU. He might have already been in high school. He might have only been in high school. But he talks about how, you know, he was on the cusp of being in the pros. You know, he, he was that dude watching John Conkak as a teenager going, if he's getting eight or $10 million a year, imagine what they're going to give me. Because John Conkak stunk. But John Conkak also went to Memphis State, okay? And no, he went to SMU. John Conkak went to SMU. Let me, let me stay focused. Anyway, there was a game on Saturday. You guys know I don't watch college football. But I got a tip. Play this game. Oh, and I played it. Oh, I played it. SMU versus Memphis State. There was literally 64 people in the stands. This is Division I football. I don't know if everybody went away in Texas. I don't know if people were away on Thanksgiving break. But, you know, I've seen high school games that have 1,000 people. You see Friday Night Lights. You remember that show? 1,000 people watching. This is a college, Division I college football game. I bet the under 69 points that both teams combined would score 69 points or less. I'm watching this game on the edge of my seat. I'm screaming. I'm yelling. My wife, who knows I don't watch college football, she goes, what, what are you watching? I go, I was nothing, nothing. I was on the phone. I didn't want to tell her what I bet because I bet a significant amount of money. And I won. But the fun that I had, and it went down to the last second, uh, the combined score, it was 31, okay, to 34. 31 to 34. The, I bet 69 points combined that they wouldn't score over. And Memphis State was on the verge of scoring a touchdown. But somebody, I don't know who he is, Hope you had a great Thanksgiving. One of the players on SMU made an interception, ended the game in the end zone, and I won my money. Thanks to the captains at Captain Picks. But it was a great viewing experience. And I bet it more than I normally do. But if you play $5, $10, it changes the whole dynamic of the game. Which brings me to fantasy football. I played a gentleman who we'll just call Mike X. Mike X, you know who you are. He's in my money league. Mike X is a... Big deal in the music business. He has been a big deal for 30 years. Very, very, very big player in the music business. I happen to know Mike X since I'm 12, 13 years old, playing basketball at the Madison Square Broncos. <sighs> Me and Mike X were duking it out all weekend. My team's in first place. This is my money league. I destroyed that elephant who I think his brain... Jason Kaplan in the Stern Show. I think his brain is suffering because he's lost so much weight. You dummy. You fool. You kept Joe mixing it. You dumb, dumb Jason Kaplan. I'm going to kick you out of the league. You had Joe Mixon in your lineup and he didn't even play for the Cincinnati Bengals. Shame on you. You losing too much weight. You need to put some of that weight on Elephant. Put some weight back on. Because your, your brain, you ain't thinking right. You're not getting enough uh, fuel to the brain. Your brain, you're losing oxygen up there. You're too skinny. Nothing worse than a skinny elephant with a bad brain. But in my money league, we're duking it out. Now, I just want to tell you guys something. We made a strategic play. The team's name is Rappaport's Delight, a.k.a. A History of Violence, a.k.a. Make It Stop. Make it stop. Of course, I don't care who you are, the best fantasy football player 
There's always luck involved, but there's strategy involved. We made a move. We took out Hawkinson, Hawk with the good hair from the Minnesota Vikings, formerly of the Detroit Lions. We took him out because Mike X quarterback was Dak Prescott. And I knew the Giants were going to give the Dallas Cowboys a problem. And I knew Dak Prescott wasn't that dude. Of course, Dallas won. So what? Talking about fantasy football. So I had the Dallas Cowboy tight end Dalton Schultz, who may or may not be Jewish. Dalton Schultz of the Dallas Cowboys, he sounds Jewish, but he may not be Jewish. But every point that Mike X's quarterback, Dak Prescott, threw to his tight end, I also got points. That's strategy. That's winning. That's experience. That's championship grit. That's highs. That's lows. That's championship fantasy football strategic playing. He thought he had me. He thought he had me on the ropes, but I started fucking. I got naked during that game. Nude, butt ass, old school style. And I went into full harassment mode. And that's where I'm most comfortable. Because I called Mike X and I said, you think shit is sweet? You think that you're going to play me? I said, why don't, why don't we make a side bet, Mike X? Why don't you and I make a side bet? I know you, you know me. And all these guys in my money league, the thing that I like about them, they won't back down. They all got money. They're all successful. They won't back down. That's the type of people I like to be with in fantasy football. Pride. P-R-I-D-E. They got pride and they all got money. So if you talk greasy to them, they're going to talk back. So if you present them with a fair, decent bet, not that I'm Johnny, Johnny Moneybags, not that I'm Ace Rothstein, I said, why don't we make a little side bet, Mike X? Oh, and we did. We bet $1,000 on the game. You're like, Mike Rapp, I didn't know you bet like that. I don't. But this guy's a fantastic trash talker. Fantastic. He, he engages. He'll do it. And I said to him, I said, I said, Mike X, don't disappear on me on Sunday. He said, I won't. I said, you answer that phone. Answer that phone when things go awry. Answer that phone when things get away from you. I will. Don't worry. I'll be here. Boom. Push comes to shove. Game's close. I don't need to give you all the gory details except Josh Jacobs. I want to first say this to you, Josh Jacobs. I don't know much about you, but if you ever need anything from me, your family, my friend, what you did for me this past Sunday, Josh Jacobs, you, my friend, are family. Shabbat dinner, um, you need a loan, you need a handout, you're ever on the side of the road, flat tire, don't call AAA. Don't call one of your homeboys. Don't call Derek Carr. Don't call anybody from the Las Vegas Raiders. Call me. Please let me have the opportunity to ever return the favor. I've been rocking with you since you were a rookie through the injuries, through this, that, and the third. I even questioned before I was picking you in that draft. Full disclosure. But you now are an official family member of Rappaport's Delight, a.k.a. A History of Violence, a.k.a. 
there will be blood. 34 to 34 overtime. Seattle Seahawks, who I happened to make a bet on to win the game. Didn't matter. 100 bucks, nothing. Overtime. They hand it off to Josh Jacobs. Jacobs. Jacobs with running room right up the middle. Jacobs is on his way. The Raiders are going to win this game. They're at the 16-yard line. And Josh Jacobs broke a hole and ran 86 yards. And it was a slow, long run. He burst. It was like some old school NFL shit. He burst through the middle and ran up the field with a bunch of other dummies chasing after him. And he was running by himself. And like I said, he's got to be fast, but it almost felt like I was running because it took long. It was a gorgeous run. And it was an 86-yard run plus the six points. So now I've stomped out Mike X who again, I'm going to leave you anonymous, Mike X, but I know who you are. You know who you are. And the few people watching this video that know who you are, know who you are. And I called you and I called you and I called you and you've yet to answer the phone, you miserable motherfucker, you Mike X. Let me tell you something. When I'm in harassment mode, I don't stop. This is where I'm most comfortable. Look me up. Look up my police record, homie. Harassment mode is where I live. This is how I got kicked out of public schools in the 70s, in the third grade. You know how hard it is for a white kid to get kicked out of a mixed public school in the 70s? And there's no, there's nothing to discuss. There was no fires. I didn't throw any, any, any tables out of the building. There was no violence. I didn't hit any teachers, hit any kids. It's because when I go into harassment mode, I'm like a fish in water. I want you to pick the phone up. I'm looking for you, homie. This is the beauty of fantasy football. And those of you who play, you appreciate Those of you who don't play, like, what is going on here? I'm telling you right now, when that fucking Josh Jacobs ran up that hole, the person that I was playing with, for all intents and purposes, I was running up his hole. We were both running up holes together. And I'm going to tell you something, Mike X. I'm going to get you on the phone. I'm going to get you on the FaceTime. I'm going to show up because I told him, I said, I don't want my money clean. I don't want $100 bills. He said, I want $100 bills. I said, I don't want the $1,000 bet in $100 bills. I don't want 20s. I want stripper bills. I want $100 bills that smell like a strip club or I want Coke money. I want crack money. Fives, $10 packs. I want, I want crack $1 bills or stripper money. That's how I want to collect my money. You said you wanted clean hundreds. I said I want I want hundreds with a rubber band on it. Because this win was dirty and it was filthy. And laws were broken because of what I done did to you. You fuck you. Anyway, that's the beauty, the beauty of fantasy football. That's why we play. That is why we play. And if anybody knows Josh Jacobs, uh, anybody that knows somebody that knows Josh Jacobs, please let him know anything he wants. Uh, he needs tickets to go see Jay-Z, The Weeknd. Not that he can't get, he's in Vegas. He can get tickets to see whatever he wants. 
I don't know what I could do, how I could repay you, how I could just let you know how much I appreciate you. And I know you don't do it for fantasy. I know, blah, 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 blah. I'm letting you know. Family member for life, homie. For life. I am Rappaport Podcast. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you thought uh, on the future of TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album win album of the year? Will Biden's approval rating go up? Will it go down? Or inflation? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. You're smart. You know things. Bet on it. $20 bonus if you go to Kalshi.com slash stereo. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. Kalshi.com slash stereo. Stereo, get in the game. There is no guarantee of performance. An investor could lose their entire investment. Investment fees, iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. The Daily Show podcast has everything you need to stay on top of today's news and pop culture. You get hilarious satirical takes on entertainment, politics, sports, and more from John and the team of correspondents and contributors. The podcast also has content you can't get anywhere else, like extended interviews and a roundup of the weekly headlines. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. On another front, I've been suspended on YouTube. I've been suspended again on a social media platform. This one hurt. Shut down for seven days. Now, you all know the history of me being suspended. I once did a hundred and it's 120 days. No, 130 days in Facebook jail for something uh, uh, January 6th related. I always say, hey, don't do the crime if you can't do the time. Don't do it. Don't do the crime if you can't do the time don't do it and a lot of times I know what I've done wrong to get myself suspended been suspended on TikTok been suspended on Instagram been suspended on Twitter got suspended on Twitter once when uh, Laura Ingram 
She said to LeBron James, shut up and dribble, infamously. I got suspended because I did a iconic rant about Laura Ingram, the Fox News news person, Laura Ingram. I said, shut up and dribble these nuts. That got me 30 days in the hole. And I didn't tweet it. I do it on video. I, did, I put my face on wax. Okay. Instagram, I, I don't even know what's going on with Instagram. Like I've said once, I've said it many. I've had the same amount of followers for the past two plus years. It's ridiculous. They don't explain to you what you've done wrong. They don't explain to you how to fix it. At least when I've been suspended on TikTok, they'll give you a little bit of explanation. Vague, but a little bit of explanation as to what you've done and what you shouldn't do. They also have a thing on TikTok now where you can pre-post the video. The, it's usually a video. I'm not doing naked pictures on TikTok. I do that somewhere else. In case you're interested but on TikTok, they have a thing, a choice where you could post something and then they'll, they'll run it through the system to tell you if you're breaking any rules and regulations. Uh, full transparency, that's not, that's not as fun as what I do. I like to, it's like, ah, ah, and then put it up there. I could probably afford to let it go through the cycle and then have them run the numbers, crunch the numbers and let me know, homie, you're going to get suspended. We're going to pull this back because of this, that, and the third. I should actually do it to find out why I've been suspended on TikTok. So I appreciate that they at least offer that. Like I said, Instagram, you guys are rude. I'm a creator. I am a creator on Instagram. Yeah, you, know, you know how many people come up to me on a daily basis and then they tell me that they appreciate my posts on Instagram and you're, you're stifling me for the last two years. It's fine. There's other platforms like YouTube. Hmm? I made a post on YouTube last week that I posted everywhere else. And I, I'm trying, what I'm trying to do is rebrand. Now, I know you say, oh, my crap, you tried this before with the rebrandification. I, I did try. But try once, fool you. Try me again. Isn't that what it is? Try me once. Try, try again. You can't keep trying if you don't keep dying. What is it? If you ain't cheating, you ain't competing. Try. Listen, I, I'm not giving up with the rebrand. Re Rappaport rebrandification 2023 starts today, right now. The Rappaport rebrandification 2023 starts today. So when you see me on video and you don't hear me going, motherfucker, dick sucker, scumbag, shitbag, shit stain, Dick stain, pig dick, asshole, pussy hole. Am I forgetting anything? I think that covers it all. When you don't hear that, that's because I'm doing the rebrandification. I am rebranding myself. So, so if you hear me going, F this or F that, and you go, you're getting soft. No, I'm not getting soft. I've done it all. I've, I've laid it all out. I've done it all. They're not going to continue shutting me down. Because, you know, I found out, you know, there's people out there that think I'm nuts. <laughs> I know this. I, I, I asked. I said, yo, I asked some people in my business, show business. I said, yo, people think I'm nuts. They go, oh, yeah. They think you're nuts. They think you're out of your fucking tree. So I say, okay, 
That's fine. Even though I've made it clear, it's performance art, trained professional, I'm like a boxer in here, I'm like a fighter. You know, like I'm one of those people, like a, like a juggler. This is, this is an act, it's shtick. But they think I'm fucking crazy. So now we do the rebrandification. So I, I, I say goodbye to Michael Rapport saying, fuck you, motherfucker, dick stain this, pig dick that, cocksucker, titty sucker, um, asshole, uh, penis, vagina, titties, fun bags. That's it. That's the last time you're going to hear from me. The rebrandification has started because there's certain words, and it's not even the curse words that have gotten me in trouble. It's all the... The social stuff, the social stuff. Let's just say the social stuff, the politics, the Kanye West, the Jewish this, the Jewish that. They get you. They get you. They get you. And they've gotten me. But I ain't no, I'm not out of my mind. I know what I'm doing. Like I said, trained professional. So the rebrandification has started, and I will continue the rebrandification and the rebranding of Rappaport, the Rappaport or rebranding project, hashtag rebranding Rappaport. That could be a reality. That could be a reality show. Rebranding Rappaport. <laughs> How do you take a wild, wild, crazed lunatic and wrap him up in a nice box? Can it be done? Oh, it could be done. Because like I said, I'm a trained professional. I know what I'm doing here. That'd be a good bet. How long can Michael Rappaport go on social media without saying motherfucker, cocksucker, or scumbag? I wonder if we could get that ran up uh, in Vegas somewhere. And like I said, there's keywords, there's buzzwords, which brings me to the Michael Rappaport Jewish News of the Week. Welcome to Michael Rappaport's Jewish News of the Week. Long story short, I believe, I'm not sure, I believe what got me pinched on YouTube was the heading of a video I did last week on the last I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast where I talked about Jews in Hollywood, Jewish people in Hollywood. And it wasn't what I said. I believe it was the heading. I believe it was the title because I said, do the Jews really control Hollywood. And I think because of Kanye West, Kyrie Irving, and the rest of these wackadoos, people are ultra sensitive to the word Jews, Jewish, Hollywood. They're probably all connected. I don't know how they got the metrics and all that stuff. And, and, I, and I, do, I do prefer, I said it once, I said it twice, I do prefer non-Jewish people to refer to Jewish people as Jewish don't refer to us as Jews, the Jews, or anything else. Spit it all out. Jewish. Jewish. We are Jewish. Um, and a lot of comments that I've seen lately when I've speaking uh, the Michael Rapport Jewish News of the Week is, is idiots. And I'm, and I'm going to just say idiots. Who have somehow, some way, come to the conclusion that Jewish people... This is, this is really sad. That Jewish people are not the same as Jew because of a lunatic. That lunatic 
being Kanye West, Looney Tune Kanye West, kooky Kanye West, who on his interviews rambling like a, a person that you'd walk by on the street and wouldn't pay attention to. That's the state he's in. And I, and I want to say this about Kanye West. I, I truly wish you the best because I am concerned about Kanye West. All the things you said, they're not as important as, as your health. I'm truly concerned about this guy. Some people say, well, F him. You see that? You see that? I said F him. Can't stop me for that. Some people might say, who cares? He's this, he's that, and the third. I believe this guy is in a serious, serious crisis, and, and he needs help. True help. And he can afford help, unlike most of the people you'd walk past on the street if they didn't make great songs and bad clothing. But Kanye West, truly, I'm wishing you the best. You, you need help. Um, but because of Kanye West, because of Kyrie Irving, because of the anti-Semitism in the last two months, there's people that think Jewish is equated to like the television show Blackish. They actually think that Jewish is equated to the television show Blackish in terms of Blackish, Jewish. You dumb dumbs, you sad, pathetic dummies. Ish, like Swedish, like Spanish, like English. Uh, it means a nationality, dummy. It doesn't mean less than or part or a little bit. Anthony Anderson ain't coming through these doors, dumb dumb. Lawrence Fishburne and Kenya Barris, this isn't an ABC TV show. Blackish was a TV show. Being Jewish is like being Spanish or Danish or English. You understand? Where are you getting your information from? I thought I was stupid. I know that I'm barely educated. I did not officially graduate Martin Luther King High School on the west side of Manhattan. And even I know that, you fools. And the Jew part is the nationality. It's Judea. Do you understand? Do you understand? So Jewish doesn't mean less Jew or part, part Jew. It's Jewish. It, the, the, the ish is like English, Swedish. The one thing that I will say for me personally and the other Jewish people that I've spoken to in real life and that I've spoken to online is the anti-Semitism, and it is anti-Semitism, the Holocaust denying, which is really just lying. You're not stating facts, the Holocaust deniers. You're not stating facts. You're lying. You're making things up. You're a liar. Liar, liar. Holocaust deniers, pants on fire. What you're saying is, a blatant lie. But the anti-Semitism that has went on in the last two months because of the aforementioned Kyrie Irving, Kanye West, has made me, has made people in my family, has made people that I know uh, personally go deeper into our Judaism, has had us uh, have more pride into our Judaism, and has made us closer to our Judaism. So I could say for myself, I appreciate it. I appreciate you pushing me to learn and to understand and to protect and to speak out against stupidity and lies that have been perpetuated by 
ignorant, uneducated, half-read, half-cooked, half-watched documentaries and false, just regurgitated stupidity all over the internet. No fact-checking. The amount of comments in this comment section in YouTube, the anti-Semitic comments is disgusting. The people that, that could say anti-Semitic things on social media and, and feel like it's okay against, I, I could just say for Jewish people, I'm sure there's racist, racist stuff, but, but right here on YouTube, the comments are insane. And it's like I said about Twitter, like I said about all, all the social media, you could say whatever you want to say, but I, it, it would make, it would be such a better place. It would make the world, the social media world, such a better place if everybody was verified. If you can't get on YouTube without being verified, you can't be on Facebook without being verified. You can't be on Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, anywhere without being verified. So that way it would become a more pleasant place because people wouldn't be talking as crazy as they do. And if you do talk that crazy, there's ramifications of it. You either get kicked off, or get your ass kicked. You get your shame game, we put you on blast. Something. Because it, that would make all of social media a way better place to be a part of for everybody across the globe. I am Rappaport Podcast. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you thought uh, on the future of TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album win album of the year? Will Biden's approval rating go up? Will it go down? Or inflation? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. You're smart. You know things. Bet on it. $20 bonus if you go to Kalshi.com slash stereo. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. Kalshi.com slash stereo. Stereo, get in the game. There is no guarantee of performance. An investor could lose their entire investment. Investment fees, iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. The Daily Show podcast has everything you need to stay on top of today's news and pop culture. You get hilarious satirical takes on entertainment, politics, sports, and more from John and the team of correspondents and contributors. The podcast also has content you can't get anywhere else, like extended interviews and a roundup of the weekly headlines. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
something good that came from social media this weekend. I believe it was Tony Baker comedian. It's a comedian named Tony Baker. Got a good uh, social media presence, does funny stuff. I think it was him who brought up, named the top five white rappers of all time. Top five white rappers of all time. I was too busy kicking butt in fantasy football to partake. But as I was looking for the hashtag Josh Jacobs and everything about Josh Jacobs and about all my fantasy football players, a.k.a. Rapports Light, a.k.a. History of Violence, a.k.a. Make It Stop, Make It Stop, I noticed that Action Bronson was trending. And that led me to this discussion mainly on Twitter could be such a good place, social media, if everybody's verified. Everybody could talk freely, openly, just how you would, just how you would do it in real life, but you wouldn't go around saying craziness to people. But I noticed Action Bronson, who I, I, I like Action Bronson a lot. I like him as a person. I like him as a personality. I like him as a musician. I like him as a cook. I like him as an influencer. He's evolved. He's almost like... Um, the Anthony Bourdain of hip-hop. That's who I equivalent Action Bronson to, like the, the Anthony Bourdain of hip-hop. He cooks, he works out, he's all in his fitness, he wrestles, he throws out first pitches at Shea Stadium. You know, he's got a New Balance sneaker that he designed coming out. You know, for the most part, Action Bronson has remained in the good graces of everybody, except for that one time he screwed up saying something bad about Ghostface Killer. But I know he probably regrets that. I'm not going to speak for him. That got out of hand. Uh, but, you know, you move past things. I think Action Bronson is very, very, very well-liked across the board. Me, personally, I rock with Action Bronson. I've always... He's just cool. Cool dude, likable dude. Smart dude, and he, he evolves. Like I say, he's like he's like the world's most interesting man. He's like the Anthony Bourdain of hip hop. So the list of the greatest white rappers of all time. Some people were saying you got to exclude Eminem, who is without a doubt he could be in top five, top three, arguably top one rapper of any race, creed, color. Eminem. Where he'll land, I don't know. But nobody can have a conversation about MCs and not say that Eminem isn't officially official. Whether he's your favorite, whether he's your... You know what I'm saying. Eminem's dope. Just got inducted to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Gave a dope speech. Thanked everybody. He took way, way, way too long for... King of Chill. I mean, he thanked everybody. He didn't, he didn't leave a name off the list. He must have Google searched it because he... He, King of Chill, Casanova Rudd, Super Lover C. I mean, you know, the most obvious to the Dr. Dre's, the Snoops, the Tupac's, the people. I was like, yo, Eminem, yo, he, no, Eminem is, come on, he's Eminem. So this discussion of white rappers, who's the best white rappers outside of Eminem? Me, Michael Rapport, a.k.a. White Mike, is going to throw his opinion in to the mix here about white rappers. Who's the best white rappers? Who's uh, the most influential? Who's the most important? And I'm not going to do a list because the, the lists are ridiculous. Obviously, Eminem is there. It needs no introduction. And then when I think of white rappers, the first, the first name that pops into my mind is the Beastie Boys. God rest his soul, MCA. 
King Ed Rock, Mike D. Yo, the Beastie Boys, yo, you could say what you want. They got smackers. They evolved. They always stuck to being themselves. When they came out, when that first record came out, yo, Rhyming and, yo, forget Don't Sleep Till Brooklyn. I'm, I'm talking about, yo, those were bang bangers. 85, 86, that record, when that first record came out, pure hip hop. Not every song was perfect. I, you know, like Don't Sleep Till Brooklyn, but it's aged well. It's like a fun song. It's very of the times. But the Beastie Boys, and like I said, you know, uh, they started doing instrumentals. They just were themselves. They continued to be themselves through their entire careers, obviously with the passing of MCA, the Beastie Boys are, are, are no more. But everybody loves the Beastie Boys. Um, they are game changers. They're pillars of hip-hop. So when you're talking about white rappers, obviously um, it's a group, but the white rapper list, and I don't usually write things down, the white rapper list is, is scarce. It ain't good. You got to do some digging to come up with a true blue white rappers list. So... You go Eminem, you go obviously Beastie Boys, Action Bronson. In my opinion, Action Bronson, I have to put him up there in the top five of my White Mike's all-time white rapper list because when he first came out with those mixtapes, although his flow was very, very, very influenced by Ghostface Killer, it was fun. What he was saying was fun. It was unique. He's made a lot of music. Action Bronson has made a lot of music, which is important for me when it comes to lists. You know, we talk about Tupac, Biggie, R.I.P., 25 years old. Obviously, what they did will live on forever, but their body of work is so small, particularly Biggie, because he's 25 years old. It, it's so sad, but so impressive that those two guys in particular could have did what they did in such a short period of time, 25. That's, that's not a grown man. That's a young man. The thing that I like about Action Bronson is that he continues to make music. He continues to do all these other things, but he always comes back to hip-hop. And I would imagine that the reason why he comes back to hip-hop, why he comes back to rhyming, is he must like it. Because he has other sources of income. Homie is, like I said, cooking, cookbooks, restaurants. He's got parties. He's got sneakers. He's got WWE. Personally, I like his earlier stuff because I felt like the beats were more boom bap than the more recent stuff. Some of the more recent stuff is a little bit too hydroponic. Uh, the beats are a little way out there for me. So it changes up his flow. But top five white rapper of all time, got to go Action Bronson. He's, he's on that list. And I like saying that because I like him. You got to talk about Mac Miller. Again, young man. I believe he was 27 when he passed. God, man, you got to stay off these pills, man. The fucking pills and the mixing and matching the pills. It's one thing to be on pills, but when you're on pills and this and on juice and that, cough syrup and pills, you're not, this is not a science class. Leave that up to the science teachers. But Mac Miller, although personally, I didn't love his song songs, a lot of guest appearances, a lot of freestyles, too young. I met him a couple times, super nice. His freestyles, his flows, and his knowledge of hip-hop and his love of hip-hop, uh, you could see it. 
And, and I have to put him up there. And then, you know, when we go, we move further in the list, you got to talk about my man, OG Paul Wall, longevity, totally. I didn't even know. I thought Paul Wall was like Puerto Rican or something when I first saw him. Because he had like the dark hair. He had the grills. He's got like, you know, the slanty eyes. I was like, homie's got to be mixed with something. But he's white. OG Paul Wall, friend of the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast, a sick fuck of the week whisperer, sends in all kinds of sick fucks of the week. Good guy, businessman, ahead of his time, broad thinker. Got to put him on that list. His records, his joint that he just put out with um, terminology, dope. He always puts out music, Paul Wall. Always thinking ahead. No one can question his genuineness. And it's funny because when I was talking to somebody about doing white mics, white rapper list, they were saying, well, this one, that one, you know, how much do they love the culture? And I, and I said, you know what? Fuck if they love the culture. And I was, cause I was saying, of course, if you're a rapper, you love the culture, but why can't we just grade them on their skills? You either got it or you don't got it. Of course you want the white rappers to be genuine. You don't want your white rappers like Kid Rock Kid Rock, you're trash. Kid Rock, you're body, 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 body bullshit. I don't know how you got a pass. I don't know how you snuck in there. You're whack. You was whack when you was trying to rap. You was whack when you was rocking with that little dude. God rest his soul. You, you started out trash. You've always been trash. You didn't love hip hop. You used hip hop. You look like you got into a motorcycle accident 11 years ago and no one ever came to help you. You look, you look ridiculous. You don't love hip hop. You don't like hip hop culture. You used and abused hip hop. You're not on my list with your ba di di ba di ba di da bullshit, which you took from Cool Mo D. Does Cool Mo D make money off that song? Cool Mo D should make money off that song. That Kid Rock song, ba di di ba di ba di da bi di di, whatever the garbage that was. From the infamous Cool Mo D, Busy B Battle. Okay, you know what I'm talking about. The Cool Mo D, Busy B Battle, in my opinion, Nas and Jay-Z's good, LL and Mo D, LL and... But nobody got ripped. Ether's sick, TakeOver is sick. Like I said... Ice Cube's killed people. Common went at Ice Cube. There's a lot of good battle rap music. But the very best of the best is when Cool Mo D went to the Disco Fever, I believe, and destroyed the great. I mean, he did it in his grill. He did it in his face. And if you listen to it, it sounds like he snuck attack him. Like, because he said, stop, stop, cut that out. And to me, that's the greatest performance. That's the greatest battle rap song, the greatest battle rap of Furious when Mo D and the, the Treacherous Three killed Busy B live in his grill piece. And it's only on tape. I thought about doing that as a short film once. Talking to my man ASAP 12 about playing Cool Mo D and recreating that moment as a short film because I've always been fascinated by it. Like, what did the club smell like? How many people were in the club? Who recorded it? Who decided to record it? What were they wearing? 
Because to me, that's like this is such an important moment in hip hop culture is Modi doing that. And he says to Busy B, put that ba diddy ba bullshit on hold. That's where you got that from, Kid Rocky. Fuck you, you bozo. Take a shower. Kid Rock, take a shower. You got to have access to a shower. Hot, cold, soap, Johnson's and Johnson's. Wash your hair. You look dirty. You look dusty and you look unkept. You're not on my list. When we get to the rest of the list here, it, it gets dicey. And, and this means no disrespect to R.A., the rugged man, dope. Means no disrespect to my man LP, run the jewels, found his voice, his lane with run the jewels, LP from Brooklyn. Run the jewels is, a, that's a, ridiculous group who puts out a lot of music banging production yellow wolf he could rhyme but but like for me i'm like yo who would i listen to in the car i've said this once i I said this i'm 52 i'm about to be 53 i don't have that much time throughout the day when you feed yourself music you you want to be precious with that time I'm not going to just listen. I don't have time to, to waste listening to bad music. No disrespect. And I'm not saying any of the people that I'm naming are bad. But Yellow Wolf, I've seen him freestyle. He's ill. Ill freestyle. He'll show up on Sway. He'll show up on this one. He's rhyming his ass off. But at the end of the day, me, Michael Rapport, like, I don't know any of his songs. Again, I don't mean that with any disrespect. ASAP Rock, he's another one. He's been doing it for years. You know, you could say, oh, this is good, this is good, that is good, but who will I, for me, at this point in my life, I don't go to clubs. If I'm listening to hip-hop, most of the time, it's when I'm working out, it's before I'm doing a show, it's when I'm in my car, in that mood. I'm not going to waste my time listening to something that's subpar when there's so much dope music to listen to. Doesn't mean that any of these people are not dope. Evidence, he's on the list. I've never heard his music you heard evidence? I heard his name. I don't know any of his music. I'm sure he's good. Underrated group. Evidence, he's Spanish. White Mike's white rapper list. I'm going to say this right now. White Mike's white rappers list. You got to be all white. I'm going to get to search. White Mike's all rapper list. You can't be part white, half white, uh, half white, half Spanish. None of that. All white rappers by White Mike. Mike raps all white rapper list. Logic, very successful. Loves hip hop, loves the culture. When you talk about white rappers, you got to talk about how much they love the culture. (laughs) Which you never have to talk about if you were just talking about your greatest MC list. You wouldn't say how much they love the culture because it would be be, um, a given. Logic. Allegedly, nice guy too. Half black. You're off the list, Logic. Sorry. You're not on my list. Can't do a white rapper list without talking about third base. Some great songs. Brooklyn Queens, Gas Face, MC Search. I used to see MC Search. Search is my guy. I used to see MC Search in the clubs. 85, 86, and so on and so forth. Me and him, we knew each other and we never spoke a word because 
He and I were the, and I say only, the only white dudes in Union Square and Latin Quarters. I don't give a fuck. Maybe other white dudes might have come through there on nights I wasn't there. But MC Search had the eight ball jacket. He had the glasses. MC Search has been rocking the bifocals from day one. He's had poor vision probably when he came out the womb. Never saw him without glasses. Me and him were the only white dudes. Union Square, Latin Quarters. I never saw him at the rooftop. But I would see him all the time at Union Square, Latin Quarters. And then next thing I know, I see, I didn't know he was a rapper. I would see him dancing. They'd be like, go white boy, go white boy. And Search would be dancing. He had the high top fade, the dark hair, the nice curly hair. Jew, Jewish, full Jew, proud Jew. Of course, he came out with the group Third Base. They had joints. They had bangers, great production and all that stuff. But it, it seems like from what I know, and I, I've never asked him this, this group was put together because I think they only made that one record. And then, um, what's the name? Pete, what was his name? Pete, what the, not Pete Rock, Pete, um, Pete Nice. I don't feel like Pete Nice cared about rap. I feel like they just found him and they put him with MC Search to make this white, white boy rap group, which is a shame. But, but they're, not, they're not as significant as the Beastie Boys or even Action Bronson. Not to say that Search, Search is hip-hop. Everybody who knows hip-hop knows it's Search. MC Search, Michael Barron is hip-hop, pure hip-hop. His history with Nas, his history as an executive, his track record and his resume needs no introduction. He's from New York, from Brooklyn. Search needs no um, explanation. But like I said, you know... Uh, you know, we start talking about Little Dicky. No disrespect to Little Dicky. I met Little Dicky. He's a great kid. I had him on the I Am Rapport Stereo podcast. His show, Dave, is great. It's funny. It's weird. I'd have him, as far as these young rappers, I'd pick him if I was doing a battle rap team today to take out a lot of these dudes. His raps are funny. He's got ill flows. This is goofball shit, though. You can't take it. And he, he means it to be funny. I had little Dickie on the I Am Rapport Stereo podcast. And I remember he told me he never heard a song by a tribe called Quest. I almost kicked him off the podcast. If he wasn't such a nice person, I'd, I'd have been like, yo, that's it. You got to go. Not to, and because I said, no Dela, no, no Gangstar. He was like, no. I was like, what the fuck? Why are we here? Like, how, how did you get it? How do you, because he could rhyme. Like, little Dickie could rhyme, but I was like, how do you know how to rhyme if you, and he explained himself, but I remember being like, yo, I need to kick him off. Like, yo, shut the mics off. But then we go into guys like Millie's, ill freestyler, looking forward to what he comes out with. Idea. Asher Roth made some good freestyles, some cute videos and all that stuff. Jack Harlow, you're not on my list, Duke. <laughs> you ain't on my list of white rappers. Sorry, white mics, all white rapper list, you're not on there. And then someone asked me, Post Malone. Hell, this is another dude, Post Malone. Remember Post Malone came out with the braids and he, and he did this song, White Iverson, and I think he was rapping. Great name for a song, White Iverson. He hasn't rhymed a, a lyric since. 
He loves hip-hop, works with hip-hop artists, all that stuff, but this is not a rapper. I don't put him in the hip-hop category. My friend Toby just went to go see him at the forum, said it was sold out, said people were dropping, crying, going nuts. Huge star, big deal. You don't make white mics, white rapper list. That's all I have. The other person I give a shout-out to is Zarface. Esoteric. Zarface is an ill group with Inspect the Deck. They're ill. The production's ill. They put out a lot of music. But Zarface is not all white. This is the all white white mic rapper list. Uh, am I forgetting anybody? I don't think I'm forgetting anybody. Everlast. Another guy. Everybody loves Everlast. Jump around, House of Pain. Production, mugs, stupid, ridiculous, dusty, dirty. Was it mugs? Yeah, mugs. Yeah. Jump Around's a hit. They're probably making money on that till the day that they die. The Jump Around remix, Pete Rock added the horns. <laughs> I, can't, I can't keep them on the list, Danny Boy, because when you... For me, when you're in hip-hop and then you never rap again, made that huge... He's had a lot of struggles, Everlast. He, had that, he talks about it very openly. Health stuff, drug stuff. Listen, they made a couple of songs that are sick. Before that, he was like the pretty boy rapper from L.A., totally different style. Then he found his way, embracing his Irish roots, House of Pain, Jump Around. They have to be in the conversation. They have to be in the conversation. But the body of work is not, that's what I don't understand. That's why I had to put Action Bronson. He had to scoot up there because the body of work is, it's a lot. It's a lot. So, so yeah, House of Pain has to be on there. Um, and they know their hip hop. They've been around for, House of Pain's on there. 100% House of Pain's on there. Shout out to Danny Boy. Shout out to Everlast. And of course, DJ Muggs, who's continuing to put out music uh, uh, that's dope. Ill Bill. My man Slain, all those dudes, all good too. <clears throat> the young black teenagers. See again, what the fuck's going on here? What was this shit? This is like some kooky shit. The young black teenagers. And I met, I ran into one of the kids from Young Black Teenagers a couple of years ago. Totally nice guy. But if I'm talking about the list of music that I would listen to, it's far and few between. And and of course, all these people, everybody I named. All loves hip-hop, all respects hip-hop, but I'm talking about the list of white rappers that I would actually listen to on my own accord. That's White Mike's white rapper list for now, part one. I'm done. I'm finished. I'm Rapport Stereo Podcast. Came, saw, conquered. Came, saw, disrupted. I'm out. Miles Jordan, a.k.a. the Bleach Brothers, a.k.a. the Dust Brothers. Take me out here with something real nice. Take me out here with something real loud. But most importantly, take me out here with something real funky. I am Rapport Stereo Podcast. I'm out. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you thought uh, on the future of TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album win album of the year? Will Biden's approval rating go up? Will it go down? Or inflation? You can trade futures on all of that 
and make money if you're correct. You're smart. You know things. Bet on it. $20 bonus if you go to Kalshi.com slash stereo. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. Kalshi.com slash stereo. Get in the game. There is no guarantee of performance. An investor could lose their entire investment. Investment fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A rested child is a happy child. Sleep Tight Stories is a weekly podcast that brings comfort and joy to families worldwide with calming bedtime stories. The stories are relevant to children and spark wonder without overstimulation, so they can fall asleep and stay asleep. Listen to Sleep Tight Stories on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. For a bedtime routine you'll miss when they're grown, Sleep Tight Stories.